Welcome to the Sports Up Podcast, where we feature groundbreaking leaders in sports and share their inspiring stories. Now, let's get started with the show. This episode is brought to you by me, Meredith Sims. My biggest personal and professional passion is to be one of the top female leaders in sports broadcasting, a typically male-dominated industry. I started this podcast to share inspiring stories. And one of my goals is to intern for a professional sports team. So if you are listening and you know someone I should connect with, please email me because I'm willing to work super hard. Or if you know of an inspiring female leader, email me at meredith at sportsuppodcast.com. I'm always looking for more great guests to feature. Visit sportsuppodcast.com today to check out more episodes. For today's episode, I have Grace Luzak here a very decorated American rower as she holds world records, one current in the women's eight set in 2013 and one former for the U23 women's pair. Grace is also a three-time world champion and world rowing has named her as one of the top 10 female rowers in the world. So I'm very, very excited to chat with her today. So thank you, Grace, for coming on the show. Meredith, likewise, excited to chat today. All right. I just want to know, how did you find yourself getting into rowing and kind of immersing yourself into becoming this athlete? Yeah, well, it all started, um, so I have an older sister who's a year older than I am, and we're both over six feet tall. And my mom was reading the newspaper one day, and the headline was, do you have tall daughters? My mom was like, (laughs) yes. And the second line was, would you like them to go to college for free? My mom was like, why not? And the final line said, have them try rowing. And I'm from Michigan, from Ann Arbor, Michigan. And we happened to have our public high school had a rowing team. And so I hopped on and joined the team and did a bunch of other sports, basketball and volleyball. But rowing was the one that really kind of took a hold. Yeah, awesome. I One thing I was really interested in touching on with you at being a rower is I tried rowing actually for <laughs> a one semester at my school. And let's just say I now know that it takes a certain someone to stick with it. Um, so I think I really wanted to know what, what were your methods to stay with it and not get burnt out? I hear a lot about, especially with rowing, people get burnt out. So how did you, with that rigor mentally and physically, how did you work to stay with your passion of rowing? Oh, I love that you gave it a shot and don't say <laughs> it's over because you never know later in right. life you could come back and have some extra fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, the sport is all about like people joke that rowing isn't a sport, it's a discipline. Um, and it's all everything that you put in, you get out, which can be very rewarding, can be very frustrating at times, I think, too. The thing I heard over and over again, when I was a high school athlete was, Grace, you have potential. And at first, I was like, Oh, great, like, this is encouraging, like, I'm gonna work hard to work towards fulfilling that potential. And then after like hearing that for a number of years, I was like, when does this ever get fulfilled? Like, (laughs) this is ongoing. (laughs) Um, So I think that, you know, the sport can be very tough um, in terms of number of miles uh, every week that you put in and you, it's a power endurance sport. So you have to have strength in combination with all of the aerobic activity as well. And um, sorry if you're hearing my dog in the background. She is also working on her discipline as well. <laughs> um, but the the sport, 
really does reward all the effort that you put in. And that I think is one of the great things. Like you can see all your teammates working really hard. And if you have one person in the boat who's not giving full effort, like the whole boat can feel that. So you want to do everything possible to let, you know, not let your teammates down and be the best that you can be so that you help the team rise up to the top. So that that's what I really loved about the sport. Plus it's outside and you get to like hang out with all the cool, like water animals um, all over the country and just see beautiful scenery on lakes. So yeah, that was a great sport to be a part of. You definitely just, you just mentioned um, this idea of the teamwork and, and anything you do that's off the boat can feel it. So yeah, that's something I really recognize when I was trying it. It's very much both an individual sport and a team sport. Um, so how did you balance uh, that kind of dichotomy of doing your own personal thing while also making sure you're also caring about the team and, and working with the team? Yeah, definitely a good point. And honestly, I don't think that's something I recognized until much later in the sport. I was like, oh, this is like the quintessential team sport. Like you see it up in a dentist's office. There's a poster that says teamwork and the picture behind it is inevitably always rowing um, and like a picture of someone rowing off into the sunset. Um, So I always approached it. I mean, I'm a team person like through and through, and it took me a while to understand like going to the selection events for the U S team. I started in um, there's kind of like a buildup development system where there's a junior team and there's a collegiate team and then the Olympic team. So I started on the junior team and when I showed up, I was like, okay, we're like all doing this together. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I guess we are all like at first individuals. And then we come together as one group. Um, so it's definitely can be a, a bit of a balance where when you're training on the Olympic level, the people you train with like day in, day out, like two to three practices a day, those become your teammates and you all help each other rise up together. Um, but the, at the end of the day, there are only a certain number of spots in the boat, um, which is always, I mean, honestly, it's just so heartbreaking when everyone that you've been working so hard with all year, you're not all physically going to the race together, but mentally you are because it's all of that group effort that helps everyone get to hopefully at the top of the podium um, at the end of the year. But yeah, it's a tricky balance and you have yeah. to make sure that you're at the top of your game to be the best team member too. Yeah. Can you describe that moment, what it was like going from, you know, you said your mom saw that they were looking for if your daughter's over six foot is tall and you want to go to get free college. Can you describe from going and trying out that club rowing to then being on the world stage at a world championship or at the Olympic games? What was that like? What was that like for you? Yeah, so I wouldn't say I was one of those people that um, always knew I wanted to be an Olympian. It was something that kind of developed over time with progressively getting better in the sport. Um, But the part I left out in the intro to my sport history with rowing is I was actually like a pretty big volleyball player as well and almost played um, in a couple of different universities, like possibly doing both rowing and volleyball. But anyway, um, I did my first couple weeks of training with the crew team and it was all outside in Michigan in the like quote unquote spring which is April so it's really still winter and we're running outside and then I had to decide if I was going to do rowing or volleyball and I immediately it was like maybe we'll try rowing another day (laughs) (laughs) so 
you know, it can always be like a bit of a, a start and stop. Like you don't have to decide going into something. You're going to be like at the very top and you just kind of have to find that love and the fun side of things, um, which for me was just being outside and like the great people that were a part of the sport. But to your point, like it did change a lot um, as I ended up going up further into the sport and competing at the world level. But honestly, things still stay the same. Like I love just like staying loose and having fun. And that's when I perform at my best is when everyone's relaxed and there's like a big smile on everyone's face and mine, especially like just getting myself in the right place. So I listen to music before um, a race and when I'm warming up on a warm up run, I try and like sneak away somewhere and have a little dance party with a couple of teammates too. So we just don't take things too seriously. And just as is the nature of sport, you perform at your best um, in any athletic endeavor when you're shockingly the most relaxed. Because um, as you tense up, you're not doing everything that you've trained to do and your muscles can't fall into that natural rhythm. So for me, it was all about just staying relaxed, having fun. That's the through and through message from starting the sport all the way through to the Olympic level. Who would you say have been your greatest mentors or supporters in you continuing to row and allowing you to feel the empowerment and confidence to kind of take this on as pretty much um, a a big passion in your life um, since you were in college? Yeah, I mean, so what? Great question. I think it's so, so important to have teammates and have people who have taken the journey before to just like ask questions and like bounce ideas off of because you don't really know what your journey is going to look like when you start out. Um, So having someone who's done the path before or um, is interested in uh, kind of mentoring someone along the way, that is your going to be your biggest key to success is having more supporters on your team and they say behind every olympian there are like probably a couple hundred people being the support team so specifically my high school um, coaches have been were really amazing i graduated a semester early from high school and went out to connecticut and joined a rowing team out there and my club coach i continue to stay in touch with her to this day and any questions i had as I was, I transferred from the University of Michigan out to Stanford after my freshman year. And they, like she, Liz Tron, just was always there for any questions I had and for sharing her experience and giving me really good um, advice. So I'm there. If there are any rowers listening, feel free to like hit me up on Instagram or LinkedIn if you need um, <laughs> any help or have any questions along those ways. Yeah. Um- I would say one other thing is there's, we all know that there's a lot of blood, sweat and tears that go into really any sport. And with the rigor of rowing, we know that's true for sure. What would you say out of that has been the most rewarding part of getting to do rowing for such a long time? Oh, I mean, it's the people for sure. I mean, when you're at an international competition, you meet people from all over the world. We actually had a rower from, um, like the Saudi team and he was the first representative for that country at the Olympics. And he trained with us out in California with the national team. And just, um, it's just so cool. Like sport is that equalizer across, uh, you know, the world and across all playing fields, you come together and you've all done 
your individual training and then you come together and have this shared experience. So that's been the most rewarding piece of, of rowing and the, the sports side of things with people. And I, I wanted, I'm almost, almost to the end of my questions, but I wanted to ask, what are you doing now? Are you still doing rowing? What's, what's kind of the plan for your future? How do you, maybe how does rowing play into whatever you're doing in the future and, and how it's helped you kind of um, settle and continue forward with life? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, sport, I think sets everyone up for like, you know, you have challenge, you have unexpected obstacles. Um, like during the Olympic final, we had uh, like a weird uh, kind of road bump that happened. You just have to learn how to to deal with things and take everything in stride and set yourself up by being the most prepared you can be. So all across all endeavors, it ends up being a really good thing to shape your character um, across all sport. Of course, I'm a little biased with rowing because I loved it so much, but um, now I'm working uh, in corporate world. I work at Visa and worked in product strategy and I'm in a rotation program. So I'm actually heading out to global sponsorship next where we work with FIFA and the Olympic, Paralympic and NFL properties. So hopefully I can introduce you to your next um, person to interview. Yeah, definitely. Continuing down that path of sports and, and all you do. Um my last question I would say is what's your, maybe either a piece of advice you've been given that has stuck with you and, and helped you throughout your career or the piece of advice that you would say is most important for um, girls, athletes, anyone who's considering trying to kind of take that step and, and try something new or um, doesn't feel the most supported in uh, going down an athletic path. Yeah, I, I think that that is a huge thing. It's just always like, jump right in and try everything like definitely for sports like arts like all school things you never know until you try and people always say that you know whatever their field is the person who had the biggest impact on them was you know someone early on in their life being supportive in that sport um so just go out there and try it but my the quote that i had thought about a lot when i was training was set goals not limits um, I think oftentimes we set a goal for ourselves. And then once we accomplish that, we're like, okay, great. That's it. Like, I don't need to go any higher or whatever I feel accomplished, but you just like the amount of potential that we all have is just this deep well. And you don't even know when you're setting a goal, how far above that you can go. Um, and I think that really helped us when we set our world record, like, almost everyone that was in that boat had been cut by the, uh, from the Olympic team the year before and everyone put their noses down, like, and just really grinded out and we all worked together and we set no limits in terms of like what our goals were. It's just to be the best that we could be as individuals and a team. So give it a go, try things and then make sure to set goals, not limits. What a great sentiment. Well, thank you, Grace, for coming on today and sharing a little bit about your sport, your story, and inspiring others. So thank you so much. Yeah, Meredith, thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Sports Up podcast. We'll see you again next time, and be sure to click subscribe to get future Sports Up episodes.